Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, we have a story you're not going to hear anywhere else to lead the program this evening, and it's a frightening story if you step back and really analyze what's happening. And it has to do with CNN, but not really. It has to do with freedom. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So the uh, boss in charge of CNN is a guy named Chris Licht, and he did the Colbert Show, the CBS Morning Show, And he's in there about 14 months, and they whack him today. They fire him, all right? And uh, he was hired by Warner Brothers Discovery, the parent company of CNN, to move the network from a left-wing operation to a more moderate presentation. And he was hired, as I said, 14 months ago. He couldn't do it, all right? The culture is too ingrained left. He fired Don Lemon. He fired a bunch of other people who were fanatical leftists, but he alienated people by doing that. Now, Lick's boss, the guy who whacked him, is named David Zaslav, all right? He's the CEO of Warner Discovery. Since 2018, he has, in compensation, received $500 million. You're looking at $500 million there. With taxes and all of that, he lives in California, I think. So he walks away with about $230 million in that range. Um, so he fires um, Licht and hires a woman to take his place, and I'll tell you about her in a moment. But why exactly was Chris Licht fired? Because of Donald Trump. So on May 10th, as everybody knows, CNN had a town hall with former President Trump. It got good ratings, much, much better than they usually do because their ratings 
are terrible, CNN, and have been for years. Now, that alone could have gotten licked fired, but you don't fire somebody in 14 months when you're trying to turn a whole operation around. You got to give them about two years, um, to be fair. But once Trump appeared on CNN in that forum, the far left mobilized against licked. It's very important that you understand that. So here are in a coordinated assassination um, profile, the media companies that each, each of them did a hit piece on Licht after the Trump town hall. The Atlantic Magazine, New York Magazine, Los Angeles Times, Axios, Vanity Fair, Huffington Post, New York Times, Washington Post, Slate, Politico, Rolling Stone Magazine, The Hollywood Reporter, NPR, The Guardian, The Daily Beast, Salon, The Nation, New Republic, Boston Globe, Seattle Times. Okay? So they each did individual hit jobs on Lick. That's not a coincidence. This was well coordinated. And that is the point I want to get across to you this evening. There is no corresponding coordination on the right in conservative precincts in this country. But the far left controls corporate media. And the message that they just sent because Licht was fired today to every single media mogul is if you benefit Donald Trump, if you don't shun him. We're coming after you. That is the message. Now, they did that when I left Fox News, so I know exactly what's happening here. And some people were courageous, like Sean Hannity and others, and allowed me a forum, but most did not, because this cabal basically threatened them. You put O'Reilly on, you let him say anything, we're coming after you. Okay? So I know what I'm talking about here because I went through it. Now, how does this work? It works because of Saul Alinsky. Remember that name? Saul Alinsky was a communist. And he developed a uh, program called Rules for Radicals. Number 13 in Rules for Radicals is, quote, pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. And that's what they did to Chris Lick, okay? Day in and day out, they denigrated him. Now, this same crew that we just put up on the screen and I read on the radio so you could hear the names, pretty much has marginalized the Fox News Channel with the help of Fox News Channel management. Management just caved in, just like CNN management did with Fire and Lick. But again, Lick didn't really perform. The ratings uh, at CNN have been terrible for years. They had to do something, all right? But Fox News ratings were spectacular when I was there. Last quarter, I was averaging almost 4 million people watching at 8 and another 2, 2.5 at 11. Nobody's ever going to come close to that again. But the cabal is more powerful than the economic profile. 
And the cabal has been after Fox News for decades. And finally, because of circumstances, um, Fox News has been marginalized. Okay? Cabal dancing on that grave there. And they're not coming back, by the way. They'll beat CNN and MSNBC because nobody watches either of them. Now, you know, MSNBC may be a million people, CNN a half million. I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing. The network that's really benefited from all this is Newsmax. They have added um, a lot of viewers in prime time. Now, the woman who's taking uh, Chris Lick's place at CNN, temporarily, they say, is named Amy Antillis. I worked with her at ABC News for two years. Um, She is a liberal woman, Vassar College, Columbia University, got a master's in uh, journalism. Um, Not a raving left-wing loon, a corporate type, but she will allow the culture at CNN to go back to its left wing. See, it was impossible for Lick to change anything because all of the people at CNN on the air, and I mean 100% of them, are liberal people. There aren't any conservatives or even moderates on the air in that network. So it would be like asking me, say I uh, was working for somebody, and I am a traditional independent. That's what I am. Some people say conservative, but I can give you 10 um, core beliefs that I hold that are not conservative. So that's who we I'm traditional. I'm independent. That would be like an executive walking into me and saying, O'Reilly, you're going to be woke from now on on the air. <laughs> it's not happening. I, would, I mean, I'd walk right out the door, but a lot of people need the paychecks. But you can't come into CNN and say, yeah, you're going to be more moderating because they're all looking at you going, no, we're liberal. That's who we are. We've always been that way, and we're always going to remain that way. And that's why Lick couldn't move it. He couldn't move the dial. All right? But, again, the importance of this story is that this cabal is so powerful on the far left and well-financed and well-coordinated, okay, that they have intimidated every single media company in this country. You don't, you give Trump a forum coming after you. Now, that doesn't apply to the conservative networks, but any other network, ABC, NBC, all the morning shows, all the late night shows, everything. Trump is to be shunned. That's what they're going to do in the 24 campaign. And that is the memo. If you have any questions about any part of the memo, and I can back it all up 100%, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. And remember, this affects you directly because the news coverage in this country is undeniably slanted left. And people who don't follow the news hear all of this. You go against that tide in corporations You'll get what Chris Lick got. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. 
he left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Joining us now from Lakeland, Florida, is former Congressman Dennis Ross. We've had him on before. We asked Mr. Ross to reappear because he served from 2011 to 2019, um, and he was involved with the uh, congressional contempt citations against Eric Holder, the former attorney general under Barack Obama, and Lois Lerner, the IRS chief in Cincinnati, who uh, investigated conservative uh, agencies uh, in an illegal way. So he knows, uh, Mr. Ross, what's going on. He is now uh, teaching at Southeastern University in Florida um, at the Center for Political Leadership. So... Did I make any mistakes that I don't think anything's going to happen to Christopher Ray, even if he is cited for contempt of Congress? I, I don't. Th- I don't see it. Bill, you, you you paint the picture exactly as it is. That's the political reality. Uh, look, the the statute that requires or allows for contempt of Congress is permissive, permissive in that the Department of Justice or the U.S. Uh, District Attorney for the Department for the District of Columbia has can 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 either file uh, criminal proceedings uh, against the the defendant or in this case it would be Christopher Ray or not. Christopher Ray is the boss of the Department of Justice. That's not going to happen. Uh, they this that's the political reality. Now they also have another avenue. And we did this in the Eric Holder. Uh, we 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 did a resolution in the alternative. We did one pursuing criminal uh, contempt of Congress and one doing civil. The the Department of Justice, of course, with Eric Holder being the Attorney General, didn't even bother to pursue the criminal contempt. So that we pursued then the civil contempt in uh, federal court. And the judge there basically said, look, uh, there really isn't anything here, but I'm going to require that the attorney general turn over the the documents you request, redacting anything that they may deem to be privileged and confidential. So we got back documents that were just blotted out. There were pages where there was no words on it because it was all blotted out. The third oh, I, I just wait, I want to stop you there. I want to remind everybody, this was at the Fast and Furious gun episode yes. where the federal government of the United States was uh, sending uh, guns to Mexico to try to track where they went. Whole thing got uh, lost. Out of control. And, right. And then a, a U.S. agent was killed by one of the guns. And now right. Holder himself basically said nothing, but was pretty arrogant about this whole thing. He knew that... Who's going to investigate me when I'm in charge? You made a slight mistake, Congressman, when you said that Christopher Ray's in charge of the Justice Department. Merrick Garland's in charge. Um, and Merrick Garland could order Christopher Ray to hand over the document, but Eric Garland is a 
party apparatchik Democrat, and he's not going to do that. But anyway, back to Holder. Holder was basically arrogant, right? He didn't care. Oh, he was absolutely arrogant. I remember questioning him uh, in, in the Oversight Committee and, and, and also in judiciary when he would come testify before us. Uh, I had never seen anything quite so arrogant as the testimony he would give to Congress. Uh, and and it was it was a little bit you know disconcerting, especially with the Fast and Furious operation was such a failure, and an American life was lost because of neglect uh, and, and ignorance on behalf of the Department of Justice in in that operation. We should have been to the to the bottom of that and and held those people accountable, uh, but we couldn't politically. We just couldn't get the contempt of Congress to have the weight and the leverage that I think the statute was intended to have. Yeah, and same thing with Lois Lerner. Holder is overseeing that. Holder's not going to do anything, although she was forced to quit because it was so corrupt. So when, when people say to you, and they certainly say this to me, Congressman, we live in a corrupt country. Our federal government, our FBI, they are dishonest. How do you reply to that? Well, I, I think there's there's truth to that, Bill. I, I, you know, we have we as members of Congress had ceded so much authority to administrative agencies that we just can't get reach and get it back. And and I had an experience when with a FISA warrant that was issued for metadata uh, for Verizon under the auspices that there was all this terrorist activity may be at risk, and they wanted every phone record in the United States of every cellular phone provide uh, customer of Verizon. And I said, wait a second, my 80 year old mother-in-law is a Verizon customer, she's not terrorist. So I went down to go see about who executed the FISA warrant because it's an ex parte proceeding, it's under oath. They wouldn't let me see it. I was a member of Congress. I'm sworn to secrecy. I have clearance, security clearance. They wouldn't let me see it. There is, I believe, a tip of the iceberg out there where because members of Congress continue to have to run every two years have so much on their plate, they've ceded so much authority to these administrative agencies that there is a likelihood of a deep state situation going on, and especially in the Department of Justice when they're kind of controlling themselves. You know, yeah, they, they I, I don't their think destiny. even among Democrats and liberals, I don't think anybody trusts this Department of Justice at all now. But Steve Bannon did go to jail yeah. on a contempt of Congress charge. How did that happen? Well, I, I, I think at that time you had a, a very aggressive... Um, uh, Attorney General, um, uh, who, even though he was part of the, the Trump administration, was probably more concerned about the letter of the law than he was the political realities or outcomes. Or You're talking about William Barr, right? I am. Yes, sir, I am. Okay, so yeah. Barr went against his own party and, and did yeah. the—do you consider that the right thing that Bannon got charged like that? Well, I consider the right thing is to follow the procedure that there's enough evidence to substantiate or in any in, in any suggestion, allegation that has any credibility to it, to suggest that there should be a further investigation and a criminal filing, then yes, irrespective of party affiliation, that should be done. That's the sanctity of the office that needs to be pursued and preserved. And so in that regard, yes, I agree uh, that, that Barr did the right thing. As for the outcome, I leave that up to the judge and, and, and the, the... Yeah, the Bannon didn't help himself. He, he didn't testify. No. And he just said, look, do what you want. He wanted to be a martyr. And, and he came out one. Final and get a, and he, he could get a pardon, too. He, he was probably going to get a pardon. You know, he was, he, he was going to get a pardon because yeah. Trump was president. Um, but he did serve time. Yes, he did. Okay. So now, um, what are the odds, in your opinion, that this whistleblower, the guy who's accusing Joe Biden of bribery, flat out bribery, flat out taking money uh, and doing favors for whoever. We don't even know who that is. 
What are the odds that this whistleblower shows up in front of one of these House committees and just blows everything out of the water? I think that the odds are not too great that he's going to do that because his life is at stake. However, having the chance to view that 1023 form is as an indication that there might be further investigations, ancillary or independent sources of evidence could be pursued by way of deposition by the Oversight Committee, which would corroborate what the whistleblower is saying. So you might be able to substantiate this through independent sources having seen the 1023 document. So th this is a good move. I, even though you probably won't get a contempt of Congress uh, to, to ultimately stick against Christopher Wray, you might be able to gain enough evidence to start getting other people who were concerned about their own livelihoods, who were concerned about their own uh, physical safety, to start talking privately and in depositions, which would corroborate what the whistleblower said and build a very credible evidentiary case uh, against uh, uh, Biden based on what the whistleblower But it all to has to be done by Congress, not the law absolutely. enforcement agency that's supposed to do it. You're, I mean, you're absolutely right, Bill. That, you're right, but that's the beauty of our system is we have the checks and balances. You, you got a fallback position, but it shouldn't ever come to this. All right, I Congressman. Agree with you. Very good. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk again soon, I hope. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, this indoctrination stuff is causing social upheaval all over the country. You know that. All right. So we see Target. Uh, we see the Dodgers. The Dodgers, by the way, are falling apart on the field, as I predicted. <laughs> that God would, you know. So they lost yesterday. They blew an unbelievable lead, and now they're all mad or in the dugout. Or I, I don't know. But anyway, I can't see the Dodgers prospering. But could be wrong. Anyway, this social upheaval about all the trans stuff, which basically backhoes into the gay stuff, all right, is causing people to get angry. And sometimes you act out in a way that's not fair. You know, as I said before, a lot of gay people don't like this trans stuff, particularly when it's aimed at kids. I get letters all the time, and I read some of them. Now, it's all part of a breaking down traditional American society, and there is a new book out uh, called The Anti-Communist Manifesto. It's a great book cover, by the way, one of the best book covers I've seen in a while. It's by Jesse Kelly. You may know him. Uh, he's on the first TV along with me. Uh, he does a nationally syndicated radio program, The Jesse Kelly Show. And I think it took them like five days to come up with that title, but I'm not sure, Kelly. Um, the Jesse Kelly Show, is that widely debated about uh, what mm -hmm. we should call a radio show? <laughs> you know, Bill, it's actually funny. 
Initially, when I got that spot, the nationally syndicated radio spot, yeah. they wanted to call it something else. It was something, I forget, America Now or America First or something. And I thought, well, that's that's kind of confusing. Plus, I'm so arrogant that I just really wanted it to mainly focus on me and yeah. about me. Yeah, so I'm the same way. The O'Reilly factor. <laughs> now, the No Spin News, where you're on now, it's a little bit different, but everybody knows I run that operation. So I'm reading your book, and it's essentially... Um, about a communist movement that you believe is well underway in this country and how to fight against that, the anti-communist manifesto. But I'm still unclear about who exactly you feel is communist. So is President Biden a communist in your opinion? Well, it depends on how you want me to answer that question. I want you to answer it by your point of view. Is Biden a communist? Of course he is. Now, he may not be one of the ones that's doing the thinking. Of course he's not one of the ones that's doing the thinking. I think everyone can agree on that. But if 10 guys are sitting in front of me with ball bats and one guy wants to beat me to death with it and two of the guys don't really want to, but they'll go along with the group if everyone else does, does it really matter to me that it wasn't their idea and they don't really want to feel like it? Okay, no. but, but Joe let's, Biden is, he is. Let's, let's stay specifically. You rightly define early in the book the anti-communist manifesto, what communist is. It's people who support the abolition of private property, that no private property should exist. That's what Karl Marx and Engels and Stalin and Castro, Mao, no private property. You have no power as a human being. The state tells you what to do. That's communist. Now, Biden doesn't believe that, does he? That's not communism. That was the original definition they sold to people. That's not, as I lay out in the book, the actual way it works out. Communism has nothing to do with nationalization of this or the government telling you this or government telling you that. Communism is simply the religion of the malcontent, Bill. That's why in the Soviet Union, they went after the urban poor. They told the Chinese when the Chinese communists were coming up, they said, hey, focus on the urban poor. And Mao and the Chinese said, no, that's stupid. We don't have malcontented urban poor here in China. We have malcontented rural poor here in China. So that's where we go. It took on a different form in Cambodia. They tried to do the same thing here, focusing on the workers. And that failed because our workers have an excellent standard of living here. It just never caught a hold. But in the, the original car, the ori- in the original communist manifesto, private property is abolished. So you're expanding that, I think, in your analysis of the of the problem of communism am, am i right there yes and no i'm not expanding it they did it never took that form it never took that form originally that's how they sold it all communism's based on deception of course we're going to help the workers and make things equal and, and, and of course that but it never it never once took on the form that even marx envisioned it would take on it just took on as always a murderous totalitarian form and these murdering savages always rose to power by focusing on the malcontents of any society where they are we in america have different ones here that's why they changed tactics we didn't have malcontented workers we had angry black people who were being mistreated we have angry gays we have angry feminists because feminists are always freaking angry we have angry climate change people who think your suv is burning down the planet they're malcontented they're bitter they want to burn the place down People like, not Joe Biden, 
but the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the Bill Gates's of the world, Jeff Bezos, the commies who are around Joe Biden, they know they can use those malcontents. They can use their anger to get power and burn down the country they hate. That's I, see it, I see it more of a totalitarian movement than a doctrinaire communist movement. Um, these people that you've just mentioned all have one thing in common. They don't have confidence that we, the people, will make right decisions. They think we're a bad country from the jump. We've always been racist. We've always persecuted people. But they don't, they're not property-driven as much as they don't want freedom. Freedom is what they're after. So they want to impose trans communist bill. But that's all communists, Bill. They're all that way. I mean, the communists take over North Korea, as you well know. They were selling the same thing. It's not that they were about seizing private property. They saw themselves, the Kim, the Kim family, as kings. Yeah, but there's no private property in North everything. Korea, Jesse. There's no private property in North Korea. I, I but understand. You, that. You're separating. But it's all totalitarian, Bill. Yes. It's all totalitarian. Come and on, and believe me. Always is. Now here's a, here's a question. I at the beginning of this program went over the far-left media cabal that got Chris Licht fired. And big names in there. And I ran them all down. What's in it for them to push this totalitarianism? The same thing that's always in it, Bill, power. Power and money is what's in it for them because they always believe, all of them do, they always believe the street communists, the Antifa, the street trash, all the way up to the Bezos, they all have convinced themselves that they will be the ones sitting at the seat of power when all the chairs have stopped being filled after the music stops. They always convince themselves, if I burn down enough, if I help this guy burn down enough, if I destroy enough, in the end, I will get all the things I've wanted that that guy has, and I'll punish my enemies, and it'll work out fine. But actually, that's the only good part about communism, Bill, is in the end, it ends up eating all of them. They'll all burn in the end. Everyone goes down. Well, either uh, alive or dead. Final question for you. Joe Biden's the farthest left president we've ever had. He makes Obama look like Barry Goldwater. If you really understand what Biden enables, the kind of thinking he enables, just the border alone, just that alone is so insane. But I don't believe that Joe Biden has any clue about what he is doing and what it is going to lead to. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. He's a useful idiot. Susan Rice is the thinking. Brian Deese is the thinking. You know all these names, Bill. All these commies who were around, they're all Barack Obama's people. Now there's no more Barack Obama to say, hey, slow down on that. Hey, that looks bad. You have this doddering old fool as commander-in-chief who doesn't have the reins held back on any of these people. He's a useful idiot, as most communists are. All right. Are you supporting Trump or are you keeping an open mind in the GOP? I don't care either way. I like Trump a lot. I like DeSantis a lot. Trump's public comments about uh, the COVID stuff rub me the wrong way right now, but I'm voting for either of them if they're the nominee. That's for sure. We got to stop this madness. All right. The book is uh, The Anti-Communist Manifesto. I really like the cover. Did you design that? That's a good cover. I did. Well, That's, I did and I didn't, Bill. I told him I wanted it very simple. I didn't want all the splashing cover and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I wanted it to be simple. I wanted I it do, to I design all mine, and, and that's why I'm. I, I, this caught my eye. 
It's good. Good luck with the book, Jesse. We appreciate it very much. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. Okay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Nike. Insane. So you'll remember Colin Kaepernick and the kneel down. Who uh, hired Kaepernick for millions of dollars? Nike. Now... They have announced for Pride Month, they're going to bring in a physician, Dr. Blair Peters of Oregon, to talk about how to do surgery, transgendered surgery. Nice hair, by the way, Doc. Good, good look. On kids. This guy does trans surgery on children, and he's being honored by Nike. Nike also plans on hosting family-friendly drag shows, all right, this summer. So Nike is basically in your face. And whenever you see the little swash on the uniforms, they're paying Nike. So it's basically, they're based in Beaverton, Oregon, right outside of Portland. Couldn't get more liberal. And it's like, hey, you don't like it? We're going we're gonna to do as much as we can to annoy you. All right? So you make your own decision about Nike. But their profit last year, okay, their gross, I should say. No, gross profit profit. $22 billion for the sneakers and the other stuff they sell. They're doing pretty well. CEO is named John Donahue, Irish name. Okay. 63 years old. There's John. Uh, I wonder if John's kids have had the trans operation. You know, maybe we should give him a call and say, hey, you have a boy or girl you want the uh, opposite of? Um, Maybe this doctor could do it gratis for you, John. You're doing him a big favor, right? So this is horrible, terrible, but Biden likes it. Joe Biden, he's down with that. Scary. Um, But some in Congress think it's great. Remember the uh, Congressman Cori Bush? She's still in office. She's a member of the squad. Here's what she said. And so when you say I'm anti-woke, when you talk about wokeness, you're saying I'm anti-black and I don't want black people to speak up for themselves. I don't want equality and justice for black folks. So if you're not if you're not down with woke, you're anti-black. You see? You see what this is? Same thing Biden's doing. So if you don't agree with all the trans stuff turning boys and girls into the opposite gender through surgery, if you don't agree with that, you're anti-black. Now, I'll submit to you that most African-Americans are appalled by this, absolutely appalled by it. But there's Cori Bush and the people in Missouri reelect her. 
All right, travel. I, you know, and concierge membership on BillOReilly.com, and I hope you consider it because it will help you in every way, shape, or form. I get tons of letters about travel. And the concierge members are smart to ask me because I've been to 85 countries, and I every state in the union, every major city, and I can tell you where to go, what to do, and save you an enormous amount of grief. Just that alone is worth concierge membership if you travel. So the U.S. State Department has come out yesterday and said, if you go to the Dominican Republic, uh, you better be careful. Violent crime, armed robbery, homicide, sexual assault uh, is running wild in Dominican Republic. All right. DR. Now, there's a lot of the high tone inclusive resorts in DR. You stay there. You're okay. You wander around Santa Domingo, you better watch it. Now, here are the other places that the State Department say you might not want to go. Denmark. Denmark. Tivoli Gardens. Why? Because terrorists have infiltrated into Denmark, according to the State Department. Ecuador. Totally out of control. So if you're going to the Galapagos, you got to go through Ecuador. Totally out of control. Bolivia, drug cartels control it now. They got a uh, communist president there, and he sold out to the drug cartels. Don't go to Bolivia. Peru, same kind. Guerrilla warfare down there. It's it's crazy. Haiti, you know. <laughs> okay, you know. No cruise ships go to Haiti anymore. Way too dangerous. And finally, the island of Jamaica. Beautiful island. Been there five times. Love the water. Can't go. Smart life. Okay, so how do you feel about dying? I mean, I don't, I've lived a life that when I was 10 years old, I couldn't even imagine, all right? So if I go tomorrow, I mean, we'll have a substitute host, <laughs> but I'm not going out kicking and screaming. And when my time is up, I believe in there's a time for all seasons. Okay, the Bible, the biblical passage. Um, so I don't fear it, but I take care of myself a lot. So I don't want to die unnecessarily, and I'd rather avoid a painful death. Going to take me, take me when I'm snoozing, Okay. But now there is a book that's a big bestseller all over the world. It's called Ikigai, The Japanese Secret to a Long and Happy Life. Ikigai. That's a long and happy life in Japanese. So the book says there are two key things, and this is why I put it in the Smart Life segment tonight, two key things that human beings can do to live longer. First is be optimistic, positive attitude. Okay, so that works against me right away. <laughs> Extroverted, easygoing, optimistic. All right? And uh, you got to laugh a lot. Now, I do that, but I, a lot of times I'm laughing at you, not with you. Um, but anyway, the more optimistic and easygoing you are, the longer you live. And the second one is emotional awareness. This is interesting. So being emotionally aware... Um, is that you understand what people are going through around you. 
You're empathetic. It's not all about you. It's not where's mine, not the me generation. It's that you're in the world and you're interacting with people and you are in tune to what they are feeling. Though if you have that discipline, and that's what it is, okay, you live longer. And it makes sense. It's good karma, which is another Asian thing, the karma thing, which I believe in. Anyway, that's why I set up this concierge membership to BillOReilly.com, because it forces my news operation, okay, forces it to be empathetic to your problems. Because you come to me, and some of them that I'm reading, you know, and, and they're all confidential. Nobody will ever know what you write to me. Um, you know, and I do my best to give you a pathway. For example, I got one today, older guy, all right, totally lost. And he didn't have any money, and he's got ailments, and he, you know, oh, God, right? So in California, where he lives... There is an agency in Sacramento that deals with this, with senior citizens who are running into trouble existing. So I gave them the hotline number with instructions, call this number, explain your situation. If you don't get satisfaction, call me or write me back. But there is a way these people are set up to help you. That's what we do with concierge membership. But when I'm reading a guy's letter, I'm really feeling for the guy. I don't know him, but he is a concierge member. We treat all of our audience with respect. Even if you're not a premium or concierge member, we treat you with respect. And that's what they mean by self-awareness. So, like, that's not my circumstance, but, boy, I think I know what he's going through. So, anyway, just to uh, recap the Smart Life segment, positive attitude, laugh, you know, easygoing, don't let anything... As much bother you, that's on me. And then emotional awareness, I think I have that. Okay, Americans, according to an alliance survey of 1,000 middle-class U.S. citizens over the age of 25, are more worried about running out of money than they are dying. 61% of Americans say they're more afraid of having no money than they are of death. 61%. I get it. I get it. I mean, if you're destitute, you reach age 75, 80, and you don't have any money, and you got all kinds of ailments and all kinds of bills that you can't pay, oh, my God. You'd rather be dead, right? Go through that. So the problem is that uh, 40% of Americans, according to this survey, and I believe it's true, have no financial plan at all. None. They live day to day, week to week. Don't save any money. Don't think about it. You're in that crew, you're going to get it. Okay, so this is the same refrain. It's early June, but the summer's already flying by, and everybody is lamenting that, particularly me. Now, here's how you slow it down. This has worked for me. So summer is a time when you should take some days for yourself, whether it's a vacation or just R&R at home or whatever. I get up early. I walk the terror dog. Right, which I have to do. But then it's quiet and calm. You know, maybe 7.30, 7. That's not early to a lot of people. but And, and you got a little bit more time to formulate the day. So you think about, what am I going to do that day? How am I going to maximize my time? And I always try to take a walk, either on the beach 
or in a forest or some nice place where I can be essentially alone. All right. And you don't have to do power walks or, or hikes up down mountains or anything like that. You can just sit, you know, if you can find a nice place and contemplate nature or always when I do that, good, positive things come into my mind, things that I can act on. But more importantly, it slows it down. No machines, by the way. On the walks and the hikes, no machines. Yeah, you put them away. Leave them in the car, put them in the house, whatever it may be. She's you. And, you know, the spouse or the kids, you need to get away a little bit. But the most important thing you do every morning in the summer is just plan. What am I going to do? Don't, you don't have to be rigid. You can change. You can be nimble. But I like to work out in the pool, you know, so I get a little walk and then I jump in the pool. I do my exercise in the pool and have some breakfast and take a nap because I'm exhausted from the pool and the walk, whatever it may be. Okay. But it slows the process down. And don't be upset if you don't have a lot to do on a weekend. Okay. Just, you know, watch a nice movie or something. Summer is all about bringing it down, bringing the stress level down. Weather's nicer, okay? Bring it down. Take it slower. And listen, I'm a type A. You know me. I'm always going this and that. But I have to force myself. And when I do, I'm much happier. And the final thing is try to get a good book. All right? We got four books that you can scarf up here for very little money. If you read all four, that'll take you into July, and they're fun to read, and you learn a lot. Good books. It doesn't have to be mine. It can be anybody's. That's another very good thing. You sit outside, wherever you are, read the book. It's much better than the machine. All right, so that's the final thought. Thank you very much for watching and listening to the No Spin News, and we'll see you again on Monday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 